In today's society, judging plays a major role. No matter where you go, people are judging you based on absolutely everything and anything they can imagine and from anywhere. From social media platforms, from your workplace, even while you're minding your own business in a store, you're going to be judged. Today, we hope to expose the effects it has on everyone, where it's going to lead if it keeps heading into the direction that it's in. It's beyond judgment, one might say, that has turned into actual hate. I hope we can do justice to it. Let's talk about it. You're muted. You can still hear me, right? Okay. I went by. I think you're probably too close. I love you. Uh, <laughs> it was oh. Hi, her loves. <laughs> I didn't know what to call him today. <laughs> so what are you drinking today? I have um, liquid IV. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, it's flavored water, but it gives you the effects as if you was to have an actual IV to keep you hydrated. Oh. Right. I didn't, I didn't even know that was capable of... Of being a thing, you know? <laughs> um, I found out about it, I think, about maybe a year ago. My husband was watching some YouTube blogger, and they're like, oh, I drink this every day because you pour it into something, like a water. You pour it into water, 16 ounces or whatever, but it makes your body feel as though it drink three cups of water instead of actual the two. So you just get an extra amount into your system. Yeah. Oh, what you got? I have today I have tea. Yay! I'm back to my tea, guys. Mm, what kind of tea? <laughs> um, it's just regular green tea. Do you put anything in it? Sugar, milk, anything? Yeah, just sugar. No, not milk, just sugar. Um it, we just uh, basically it's just regular tea with sugar in it. That's it. Like it has nothing else. Like I don't put no milk in it. I don't put no nothing. It's just legit like just a regular green tea. How much sugar? Do you like it like very sugary? I like mine sugar. I like well, I like mine with a lot of sugar, yes, but not to the point where it tastes like sugar, you know? Okay. Um, I'm not a very like uh I don't have a sweet tooth, so I don't bother to like I, I really don't like like I don't really eat candy and stuff like that. You know, I don't it, it's just not my thing. Um, but like when it comes to tea, I do, I do, I, I like it like a 50-50, you know? She goes 50-50. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like give me 50% sugar, you know? And then the rest like tea. But yeah, like definitely, um, I don't like it so, 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 so sugary. It To me, that gives me a stomach ache and stuff like that. Um, and I have a husband that, you know, restricts me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that too. <laughs> Oh, there you have it, guys. She has um, bland tea. <laughs> That's what? what it got out of there. What? <laughs> bland. It's bland tea. Just, just bland. Yeah, I just like bland tea. I need to get myself into that mocha stuff. You know, mm. I've seen it. I've the been mocha, the matcha. Of it now. The mocha matcha. I don't like mocha, mocha matcha. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I was, I, the um, green. Yeah. I ended up yeah. trying that in Starbucks, but the, like the matcha, whatever they had, it was like, a, I guess when they first started bringing it out and it tastes like grass for me, I was not with it, but I just did it. I the did default. It. I did the default. I didn't, I didn't know what to, I never, I didn't even know what matcha was. I just heard the hype about it. So I was like, oh, let me go. And then Starbucks was like, oh, it's like a summer drink. And they had matcha. So I'm like, I want that. And they're like, how do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know. And when I drank it, it was like grass. I was like, Ugh. I drank it because it got paid for, but it was not my cup of tea. Your thing. It yeah. wasn't your thing. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. I remember the first time I drank it. And it was like it tasted good to me. Like I liked it. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Oh. I was like, huh, I wonder why I never tried this before. I like that. Because it's nasty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, before we continue being all distracted or whatever. Right? Um, I feel like this topic I've been trying 
to avoid it if I'm gonna be honest but at the same well, we time I feel like it needs to be spoken about and you're right we can't avoid anything but you know when it comes to judgment we want to talk uh, like we want to touch every section of it judgment including racism mm-hmm. judgment including um, sexism judgment and um, segregation um, in all aspects just judgment itself that's it but it's like the umbrella of everything that trickles down under it hopefully the way that you mentioned earlier we can do justice by it and hopefully we can do it in a timely manner where we're not just going to cut ourselves short because we ran out of time right so um, I'm going to let you take the lead in this one because as I told you, I noticed I spoke so much. I think in the last four episodes, right? Like it was the Freezer Mom. It was Jared Foggle, um, Subway the Pedophile. Then it was, oh, what was it? Oh, my mind went blank, but I know I've been talking a lot. <laughs> so I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Okay, well, let's talk about the judgment towards your skin color. Like, mm. <laughs> you told me the to lead. I'm leading. I know, but you came in heavy. Okay. <laughs> lead away, girl. Lead away. <laughs> I think a lot of people do judge um, judge based on skin color. Um, as a kid, I feel like you don't really see that but when you grow up society and you know um different people bring out the worst when it comes to like the skin tones and stuff you know and it's just crazy it's crazy how um how society now has has made such a big deal out of out of skin color when we finally got out of that uh not really like gotten out of it but at least try to move a step forward towards the stigmatism, I guess you could say. And then, like, all of a sudden, it just blew up all yeah, over again. I agree. That's how I, I feel about that. I feel like, um, how, do, how do I say it? I feel like we never got out of it entirely, right? Um, mm-hmm. Since the beginning of time, there's always been an issue of race. And I feel like we kind of reverted backwards. The past couple of years, instead of going forward, I feel like we retracted. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know this is going to sound bad, but ever since the Black Lives Matter movement started, I feel like we went backwards in the sense that we're, and I I say we, because being a Hispanic, we're part of the minority. So we might have not experienced um, slavery the way that African Americans have, but Mm -hmm. I feel that every race has experienced racism. Yes. I feel that they've um, experienced slavery. Like when you look into history and not just what they show in school, but if you really go into it, you know, Irish, Jews, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, like it, the list goes on on who has endured racism. The only focus in school is really more Africans Americans. I'm not saying one is better than the other. Slavery is wrong in any race regardless. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Ever since the Black Lives Movement has started taking place, I feel like now there's a segregation that's taking action or falling into our laps when we go to the store and it's like, you can have this hair product, but then you have this hair product and then it says Black-owned business. And it's like, if we're trying to get away from that segregation, if we were progressing, why does it matter what is the race of the owner? It shouldn't matter. They should buy your product because it's good. They should buy your product because it delivers on whatever it is. Like, let's say it's a deep hair conditioner. It should deepen the condition in my hair. I shouldn't support you because it's black owned because what if it damages my hair? I should support you because you're delivering on what you're advertising. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel in that sense that we've moved backwards because without realizing now we're segregating ourselves where it's like this is black owned people and people are going to want to support the black owned businesses which is great but let's do it because you're good opposed to just the color of your skin the race that you are Mm -hmm. 
So that's what I mean by I feel that we're taking a step backwards instead of actually moving forward. And granted, I, I feel like even, you know, how we have different types of hairs and stuff like that. Like, granted, you know, African-Americans do have, you know, the... um They have the, Afro hair. Yeah, they have Afro hair. So it would be um, understandable to have, you know, African-Americans um, owning such a, you know, a shop with, with you know that knows how to deal with that type of hair it's totally understandable but at the same time i feel as though you know it's just uh, what if a, a hispanic goes in there what if you know uh a white person goes in there like would they be treated the same way an african-american person would go into a white shop you get what i'm saying i, I feel like my personal opinion on this, not that it's a fact, not it's something that we're gathered information as a collective. Yeah. Um, well, for starters, Afro hair can be, it's just a texture of hair. So it's known mm -hmm. to be for any race, actually, to be honest, because as I mentioned in a previous episode, like my grandma used to have Afro hair. And I say used to because she straightened it so much that it's like now damaged to the point that it doesn't get to the Afro state anymore. It's right. just been trained to be flattened now but you know when you look at her old her younger photos and everything like that like she was working it she was working that fro you know she looks so cute anyways let me I get back afro, on track i think afro hair is beautiful hair like it's, i really honestly do i think it's hard to maintain because we wasn't brought up and knowing how to do it mm -hmm. so for us who are not well versed in it we don't know how to do it but you know it's it's hair so the same way you can learn how to flatten your hair is the same way you can learn how to mess with afro hair um but if we go to a store right the judgments i feel are different in the sense where if i go in and they see my curly hair and let's say i brushed it out and didn't do anything to it they're gonna see the frizz they're gonna see that and if i'm like hey listen i need help they're gonna they're gonna be like yo i got you you know what i'm saying because they're they're there to help they're not right. going to look at me and be like, oh, what are you doing at the store? But I feel like when it comes to white people, and I know that this sounds horrible, there is going to be some sort of judgment. And But at the same time, you do have those other people who are like, yo, like I'm here to help. But mm -hmm. they might not know how, how to, to handle how your hair. To, uh, how, yeah, like how to help you with your hair. Mm -hmm. So they might misguide you, but I don't think it would be intentionally. But that whole stigma of how we look at people of color it's just it's so strong back like nowadays it's come back so strong mm -hmm. where someone just might feel uncomfortable right you know like because it'd be me myself when i'm going into like the 99 cents and up store because it's not 99 cents anymore like literally the signs would be like 99 cents and up and <laughs> if i'm not asian they're looking at me throughout the store making sure I'm not trying to steal really yes like they like I come in it'll be my kids or whatever and the second you walk in they'll be like hi hello hi hello and then like they're looking through the aisles and all that stuff and it's just like we're the only customers here at the moment if I need your help I will ask you for it right you understand so it's things like that that does tend to make people feel uncomfortable and i know that that was completely off of what we were just talking about but i just had to throw that in there it's just like if i go to them they're not going to be able to help me with my type of hair because they have straight hair and of course granted as i said earlier um afro hair curly texture there's like c8 c1 i don't even know there's so many out there um, yeah, they're, yeah, it runs wild in the sense where it's not just sticking to just one nationality, one race, one anything. It goes all around. But right. I just feel literally like we went backwards. Black Lives Matter came around and we went backwards. I feel that this is a division. I feel um, this is going to be a hot topic. But I feel also when Trump came into office, I think it uncovered all the racism that people were trying to put behind. I think um, white folks took that as their opportunity, where it was like, yeah. the time is now, you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, I know Trump is not 
people's favorite president <laughs> and yeah. we're not gonna focus on him i'm bringing him up because it's during his time of presidency mm-hmm. but, and you know some of his comments that he made did not make it easy to like him <laughs> you know <laughs> he didn't make it easy for us but um i feel like during his presidency all the racism that we thought we surpassed literally was swept on the rug and they decided to show out when they had him in office. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree because like you didn't see so much. Like they they started really coming out when he went into, you know, when he was campaigning and everything like that, like they started showing their heads real, real, real fast, you know? The um, flag. Yeah, the flag and all that other stuff. Like it was, it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was. And I feel that also the, the, the celebrities played a role in it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that. I feel that celebrities need to stick to their jobs. You know, mm-hmm. the last thing I want is a police officer coming to my house and painting my house when that's not his job type. Like, I didn't hire you. Don't come here for that. I don't care if you know how to paint. If I hired a painting company, that's what I want to be at my house, not a whole police station doing the work. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, you know, the the people that did, you know, go for the campaign are the ones that hire these celebrities to say, what they were saying you get what i'm saying but they could have like, also turned it down and they yeah, didn't yeah yeah i agree that i agree but yeah they definitely the politic the political political side of all mm-hmm. of that was um yeah they paid they paid celebrities to like broadcast them to try to advocate for them and all that other stuff and i also agree with you like it shouldn't have been like that you know like celebrities should have been kept out of it completely because that's just um how do you say what would you say? What would you say? How do you say this? It would be like it's manipulating votes. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's exactly what it was. If if you have somebody like Beyonce, I'm always going to use her because she has such a large following. So she's always mm-hmm. going to be like my prime example. Um, not that I'm personally attacking her or anything in that sense, but if she's like, hey, like let's say the tables were turned, and she was just like, I hate Biden. Don't run for Biden. Run for Trump because of her following and because she has that strong influence over them they're gonna vote trump if that's what she would to say because the influence over her followers are that strong and i feel that that's when these celebrities need to mind their business in the sense that vote who you want and then that's it there's no reason as to why you should be influencing the direction that the world is going we already have enough problems we don't need any more Mm-hmm. You know, and even the judgment off of that, because of who you voted for, now yeah. you're being um, put into a category where they're oh. like, oh, all Christians are Trump lovers and they're all racist and they're this and they're transphobic and they're that. And, they-. and it's like, no, that's really not the case. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. And that's something that I don't think the world is ready to talk about because whenever people do try to talk they want to they're so quick to want to delete you block you right. throw you out of the family <laughs> right like this cancel culture that we were talking about in the prior episodes is so strong that it's pathetic mm-hmm. where we live in a, in a society where if you have your own opinion you're no longer invited you have to agree with me in order for me to like you if you don't like what i like we can't be friends no more and it's just like what happened to everybody having their own mind their own opinions yeah and you're being placed judgment on that yeah it's the same thing when you know um with like the gays and transsexuals and everything like that that's going on people are sitting there judging them you know but then they're not making it easy to not judge if that if you know if you get what i'm saying you know i feel go ahead i'm sorry i said i was gonna let you take the lead and my emotions is coming into play my bad go ahead (laughs) so i feel like they have um since you know the judgment of them was was you know not to their liking they try to 
push this huge agenda and it's being pushed really really badly now you get what i'm saying and now to the point where it's like legit bringing our kids into it like i've heard stories of people transitioning their kids at freaking three months old oh that's because they said that newborns can identify however they want and that to me is ridiculous I feel like and I'm judging that I feel, <laughs> you know <laughs> I feel like because of this movement okay my personal feelings towards this is that if you feel that you was born in the wrong body then that's something between you and God right mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. again I'm a bible thumper I believe everything the word says whether people dislike me or not it's who I am now, if you believe that you were born in the wrong body and you wish to transition, then that's something that you need to decide on whether you want to do or not. Right? I feel that nobody has the rights to tell you any difference in the sense that you're a grown adult. You do what you want. Now, what I don't agree with is when it's happening or involving children, because if they're under the age of 18, they're not allowed to drive. They're not allowed to vote. They can't smoke cigarettes. They can't drink liquor. They're not allowed to do absolutely anything because they don't know anything, right or wrong, based mm-hmm. on how they say right. it. So mm-hmm. if you're incapable of making financial decisions for yourself, if you're incapable of taking yourself out of school because you're not smart enough to know your alphabet and reading and math and all this other extra stuff, how do you know that you are in the wrong body? And I'm not saying that well let me let me correct myself i'm not inviting an argument when i ask that so for whoever's you know listening and wants to be combative it's a rhetorical question i don't expect a response i'm not seeking it and if that sounds rude then so be it but if you are incapable at the age of eight to decide on anything then you're also incapable on deciding whether or not you was in the wrong body because as you get older, mm-hmm. you might change your mind. Now, once you are of a certain age, once you are considered an adult and you still feel that you was born in the wrong body or you know for a fact that you was wrong, you was born in the wrong body and you wish to change so that what you, you feel on the inside can match your outsides, then I say, hey, heck with it, do it. You know, because mm-hmm. now you are old enough. But if you can't vote, if you can't drive, if you can't leave school, if you can't get a job, if you're not financially um, dependent on yourself, if you can't do absolutely nothing, if I still have to tie your shoes, if I still have to cook you your dinner, if I still got to provide you shelter and dress you and iron your clothes because you're small, then I feel that that has to be with everything. That cannot just be in one area where you are an adult to make that type of decision on your own. And I feel that the parents who disagree with this movement that's taking place now are being frowned upon. And it doesn't mean that you love your kids any less. It just means that I value They're protecting. Yeah. They're protecting their kids. Yeah. And it's not like it's causing harm in the sense where like other parents who are brutally beating their children. But what if a kid, a little girl thinks that she's a boy because she likes to play with the guys and she likes the trucks? When I was growing up, we were called tomboys. And up to this day, you can still like it, but you don't find yourself being attracted to females. You don't find yourself being in the wrong body. You understand? Right. But if we're drilling mm-hmm. that into our children, then that's what they start to believe. So I mm-hmm. feel that... In that and then they go through the transition and then they go to those shit oh I can't even speak today yeah they go through the transition and then towards when they do all of that when they go through all of that and then they reach a certain age where they're like yo why did i even do this you know right. like then they resent you because you didn't protect you them and you. stuff right i've been seeing exactly. a lot of videos popping up yes on tiktok where um yeah i say it like that because we already know how i feel about yeah yeah always in hot tiktok but there's a lot of videos just resurfing where a lot of people regret that they had decided to transition at such a young age so my thing is i don't want a world where people regret what they've done if you're gonna do it own it and love it so allow the person the opportunity to think about it contemplate about it are you sure because this is life-changing literally it's life-altering 
And if you don't agree with it, then now you're the bad guy. Now you are the one, you know, that's in the hot seat. And I don't think that that's fair because I feel like gay people have fought so hard to get equal rights. I feel that transgender Mm -hmm. individuals have fought so hard to get equal rights. But now if you're Mm -hmm. heterosexual, you don't have any rights. And I don't think that that's fair because now we're reverting backwards where it's like, again, the Bible stated that towards the end of days, good would be seen as bad and bad would be seen as good. So because we're living the way the Bible says that we ought to, we're now frowned upon. And that's not fair because the same way that you wanted your equal rights is the same way we're trying to keep our rights. It's not where mm-hmm. it's taken. It's not like where we never had it and we're fighting for it. We've always had it and now it's trying to be yanked from us. And I feel that that mm-hmm. judgment isn't fair to us. Did you know that Christianity is now being promoted as a hate crime? If you're Christian, you're considered in participating as a hate crime? Yeah, because the people have bashed it. You get what I'm saying? People has totally bashed it throughout the years. You know, they've been like, oh, you can't accept me because I'm gay. You can't accept me because I'm transsexual. You can't accept me because of this. So you're bad. But every other religion, they'd be like, oh, so, oh, okay, that's fine. But then Christians are like. The thing is that with Christianity, and I can speak about this because I'm living it. It's not even that we hate people who are gay we hate people who are transgender nothing like that we hate or we don't agree with for better use of words the actions that's being taken it's the same way that we don't agree with murderers you understand that doesn't mean we hate the person we hate the person that committed the murder or not even we let me correct myself we hate the action that was taken by the person that they did murder so if someone is doing something that they're not supposed to do and we don't agree with it that doesn't mean that we hate the person in general it's like when my kids don't listen to me and i dislike that they don't listen to me doesn't mean i hate them but there are other people who in the name of jesus do ridiculous things and it gives other christian individuals such a bad rap and you know they want to say like love is love but if we love christ then we're wrong and that's something that people don't want to talk about and i'm ready to talk about that but i feel that has to be in an episode where no, no, definitely, you yeah, gotta no, give episode. me the freaking <laughs> mic because i will be there for like five hours it would be a marathon you know so <laughs> I want to try to touch on <laughs> I want to try to touch on every topic that we possibly can but if we focus on the topic of Jesus and how the treatments are being reversed we would be here all night so I would just jump yeah. into like the next one I'm literally going to just cut myself off entirely Okay um what about the belittling of others you know I feel like I feel like a lot of people bash other people so hard, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether it's to agree, whether it's to disagree, even if they just it, if people find something just to criticize, you know, and just belittle and berate and just, you know, oh, you, you, you know, you can't accept me for transitioning my 13 year old. Um, excuse you. She's 13. Mm hmm. I think the belittling, I, it's bullying. It's a new form of bullying. And I think that we've given people the okay to do it. In the sense that for so many years, we turned our eye. When people ganged up on other individuals on MySpace, we encouraged it. Some of us even partook in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just became where social media was that platform where people just feel so ballsy. And I dare say it that way because I feel that that's what it falls under. Because it's on right. social media that everybody tends to gather up in. You know, if I decide mm-hmm. to put on a purple shirt and I don't know, orange jeans, and the next person's like, oh, you look like Dora. Next thing you know, my comments are just going to be filled with Dora remarks. And I, you don't know if I have a trigger about Dora. You don't know if I hate Dora. You don't know anything regarding how I feel towards the thing. I might find it as a compliment if she was an idol growing up. Or mm-hmm. I might dislike it, but everybody just wants to gang up. And that's in a form of bullying, which then goes into the whole belittling thing. Because everybody yeah. just swarms together. It's like a freaking beehive. They just all get together and then they decide to just do it. And I think that... You know, 
With all the time that has passed, we should have been better in being humans. They people literally believe in, you know, science, the sense of um, evolution. So why are we acting so catty instead of acting like adults? Why haven't we progressed and learned how to communicate as human beings and treat each other better? Instead, again, I feel like we revert in back in time. Yeah, I totally, I definitely agree on that. Um, and I also feel like I, I remember watching the story, this like a little clip story that was on. Oh no, it was a movie actually, and I think it was a foreign movie. Um, they had clips on it on TikTok, and I was I, I got I got into it because I wanted to see where it all led to. But apparently, in this movie, this little boy, um, his parents basically transitioned him. I don't know how old he was. This his parents basically trans forcefully transitioned them, made him cut off his you know his his private, and got it all you know you know rearranged and everything like that and then he was getting bullied in school and stuff like that you know and he resented his parents so badly he hated them so badly that he ended up killing all of them both of them yeah that's what i saw and i was just like oh my gosh you know so it's just it's just worrisome you know if it was to be true or, and we don't even know if it's actually happening right now as we speak you know like people getting upset and getting mad because their parents are forcing them to be something that they don't want to be that they like you know it's just it's disgusting to me i mean the fact that it was forced upon this child is horrible you know um i think it's one thing if the child is willing it's another thing when the child has no say so on that and that that's even worse you know um if somebody wants to do something then you know it's understandable but it being forced upon them that's not something that i agree with it's like i don't know i don't know i know in certain areas in certain foreign countries they do ban you know this type of stuff you know and it's like, are we the only ones in America that are like, like letting this sh crap happen? We really are. There was a there was a video that I saw. I forgot the name of the guy. He goes around and he's, you know, totally against transitions and stuff like that. And he's been going all around the world, like literally all around the world, third world countries and asking them about them. And they're laughing like, how could this be like, this is not real. Like you're lying this cannot be happening in the us of a and things like that so it's definitely something that's just here um it hasn't really gone really far out but the us of a has actually become a laughing joke to yeah. all the other continents and stuff like that so that's that yeah, but because we got like 50 just, different pronouns like yeah. We got like 150 different pronouns. It's ridiculous. It's but so I, freaking ridiculous. Judgment comes in all forms. Like literally the way that we was talking about in the other episode where you and your husband are different complexions and there's judgment mm -hmm, based mm -hmm. off of that. Um, I was yeah. expressing how I felt that at, before I had my weight loss surgery, I was a little butterball. That's how my family would refer to me as literally a butterball. And my husband really isn't. And I felt that I was being judged based off of that. But as I went more in details and more in depth with you on it, he was just like, I think it's more on how he treats you. And the fact that, again, my marriage isn't perfect and I don't claim that and I don't try to portray that to be, but there's gestures that my husband does do that kind of seems a little taboo in today's society where um, I mentioned before a lot of girls post on Facebook that it's something that they wish that their boyfriends would do. And my husband does like, he holds my umbrella if it's raining. Not all the time, but he opens the car door. Um, he always opens any road that we do walk through. So if we walk into the mall or whatever, that he always opens just the car door and the house door. I'm kind of on my own there. But he'll tie my shoe. If we go out to eat, he's the one that's carrying the tray. If I'm like, babe, hold my purse or whatever, like he has no issues doing that. And I noticed that there's eyes that do come our way. 
So I think it's also that thing of me not being independent or the way that they view being independent is where like the whole feminist movement and stuff. So I feel that there is a lot of judgment coming from so many different angles where it's hard to just be a human being and it's hard just being who you are. Because if you got short hair, they judge you for it. You got long hair, they judge you for it. If you got the natural color that got given you when you was born, you're being judged for it. Because it's like, why? You never dyed your hair. If you have a rainbow in your hair, you're being judged for it. If you have long nails, short nails, colored nails, plain nails, if you're a virgin. You're being judged for everything. everything. Right. Like, this world is so complicated. And it's just like. There's like no winning. (laughs) There's no winning whatsoever. And I find that to be so exhausting and overwhelming and it's like in the US of A we're literally being judged like we're so busy judging everybody within our own little world that we don't realize how much judgment is coming towards our way like Mm -hmm. we are the most unhealthiest continent we are Mm -hmm. in all sense of the way in the sense of being overweight all the medication you know um anxiety depression suicide even though it's common all over the world but based off of track records we have it the worst we are spoiled <laughs> we're spoiled but at the same time it's more in the sense where we're selfish and judgmental because you know with everything that's going on it's like oh i want you to dress me this way because this is how i feel opposed to this is what i am and i told my husband i know i told my husband one time i was like yo you wouldn't survive in panama i was like you would not survive in panama like imagine freaking taking a bath in cold 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 water you know like <laughs> yeah, I was like you would not survive that like you would not survive having to like legit like when I used to go there we used to um use the bathroom outside you know there was no bathrooms inside and okay. if they did have a bathroom inside it was all the water was shut down at a certain time so you couldn't use the bathroom so you legit had to go to the outhouse you know in order to take a dump in this like a hole <laughs> and this also oh, it's like a hut yeah basically. like a hut like like okay. it's like a yeah it's like a hut that you go into and then when you're in um when you're in in certain areas in panama you they don't have bathrooms at all where you have to legit do it in a bucket you know and then you got to take it to the river and dump it you know what i'm saying like I mean, I think that everywhere that's not a tourist spot, because if yeah. you go to Puerto Rico and things like that, if you go to the ghetto, if you're in the ghetto, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if, if we were if we were in different, you know, countries and stuff like that outside of the U.S., people would not survive because they're so used to being spoiled here in America. They're so used to hot water. They're so used to good food. You know, they're so good. They're so used to all of that. They won't be. They won't manage to hunt their own foods. Only the people that actually are live in the country or or are out there hunters and stuff like that hunting things they're the ones that are going to be living like people in the city are not going to be able to do that right you get what i'm saying but even like if you think about it even um people who do live in the country area where they have a lot of land and stuff like that and go hunting you're being judged because you're killing animals exactly Exactly. and then you know like literally there's judgment everywhere everywhere it's based everywhere. off of everything if your kid goes to public school how can you send them to public school if you pay for private school why are you wasting so much money on private school when you can send them to school for free if you homeschool how could you have your kids home yeah. all day they're not mm-hmm. gonna make any friends they go to school the schools get shot up how could you send your kids There's to no winning. school There's like, no winning no matter what you do as a parent wherever you send your children to you're just going to be judged and it just makes no sense like you're doing what you think is best for your children and people just have their opinions i feel that this world is completely spoiled in the sense where they feel that opinions are facts not realizing that an opinion is just that you express yourself on your thought process regarding that topic that subject or whatever it might be and then you move on the person you speak to regarding it will then decide as to whether or not they agree with you 
And if they agree with your thought process, they will then follow through with it. But if not, they're entitled to do whatever the heck it is that they want. Yeah. And that's the problem that we have in today's society where I feel when it comes to the judgment where people are like, my skin is better than yours. My hair is better than yours. Well, I make more money than you. Well, you live in an apartment. Like some people literally cannot live in a house because they lack the um, financial needs. No, not even well, the financial needs. Yeah, but also like, okay, my husband, right? God bless his soul. As much as I love him, he is not a repairman. He's not. My husband is not Bob the Builder. My husband is nothing like that. Like when furniture comes into this house that needs to be built, I'm the one to do it. I'm the one that gets it done, not him. If something is messed up, we rent, we don't buy. So we have to call the landlord. My husband will not fix it. And it's not something where he's like, oh, I'm never going to do it or whatever. He's just not skilled in that department. And for so many years, I used to pray. I used to pray. I'm like, Lord, Lord, I want him to be this. I want him to be that. Lord, Lord. Now my prayer changed. Why? Because I'm accepting him for who he is. Instead of being like, Lord, I want my husband to be, you know, one who takes care of the household. And I want him to build the furniture. Now I'm like, Lord, bless his pockets so that we could afford a carpenter. God bless his pockets so that we could afford, you know, a furniture put together person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know what they're called. Um, but, you know, people that build the furniture and stuff, you know, the furniture people. Yeah, so yeah. my yeah. prayer has totally changed because he doesn't fulfill those little areas that I would like. And I think that us people need to do that, where it's like, I don't have the type of hairstyle that you want on me. Don't judge me. Why don't you change your view on my hair? Maybe you don't like it, but I love it. So be happy at the fact that I like how I look in the hairstyle that I have on my head. Or ask God to change my heart and that it becomes something else. But to tell me you look ugly in that hairstyle. Like, thanks, I didn't ask you. Mm-hmm. You know, so all those judgments when it comes to like the things that people wear. Like, I love the fact that these golditas or, you know, chunkier females are loving their skin. They're wearing those crop tops. And people are like, oh my God, like, you're so fat. You shouldn't be wearing that. Why? Because you said so? Now, I don't agree with people showing too much skin. Like, my husband don't need to know what you look like naked. And it's not because I'm insecure, it's just none of his damn business. And people be like, oh, then don't look. Uh, then don't show yourself. Well, I don't know, because like, I'm a gordita. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't even like to see all those jiggly rolls at the, at the beach, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, but it's, do you go around yelling at them, telling them, put some clothes on? No, I know. I'm not that type, but I be judging, you know? Like, in my head, I, I be judging. If you ju- <laughs> I feel if you're judging your head, you're causing no harm. And honestly, but if you're like those people who be like, you should put some clothes on. Ain't nobody want to see all that. Ain't nobody want to hear your mouth. Yeah. But here you are, you know what I'm saying? Volunteering mm-hmm. your services to the government, to the world, to the society, to the community. You know, so if you don't like it, and but you're not saying anything about it, then you're letting that person live in their own happiness. Yeah, because it's not me, you know? Exactly. Like, to me, I feel like, you know, you can embarrass yourself. I'm not doing it, you know? (laughs) Well, I don't know about embarrassment because they might not be embarrassed. You might feel embarrassed for them. I know, but I mean, at the end of the day, I know that people feel insecure because I do feel insecure. I'm a very insecure person, you know? There are Um, people who are insecure and there's people who are not. Like, my sister is not insecure. People Like, I have people in my family where they're telling her, like, oh, you need to lose weight. She was like, why? I'm like, oh, because do that well, they be like, oh, because you're fat. And she'd be like, okay, if it bother you, just make sure you don't become my way. I love the way I am. My husband loved me this way. And I'm like, girl, yes, as long as it don't affect your health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I tell people. As long as your health is not affected, it shouldn't matter. Unless you're not affecting other people. Like, let's say, you know, you're smoking and you're smoking in front of your children. Then it can cause for your children to have cancer. So then now that's an issue where it's like, if you want to smoke, go outside and go smoke. Don't smoke around mm. your kids because now you're affecting other people with your own choices. Right, right. 
you know so if we're at the beach and there's a you know girl in a tanguita whatever the case is or whatever and she's comfortable and she's wiggly and she's jiggly and she everything like that but she loving it as long as you're not standing in front of me you're like look at me look 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 at me then you know it's not in my i'm like okay like whatever but now if you're in my face trying to force me you know then it's like okay now we got problems get the heck out of my face you know what i mean like, <laughs> yeah. like like if you're trying to force feed it down my throat now i have an issue with it but right. people feel like they can just judge everything or like what you said like you be judging but you you judge internally yeah so then it's just a you thing in the sense of like you're not bothering the person who's allowing their comfortability to show Yeah. But when you start being outside, like, put some clothes on, fatty. Ain't nobody want to see your rose. Now you're a problem. Yeah, no, you I don't know? do that. That would be, that that would embarrass me, you know, because that would make me look like I'm freaking hating beyond all hate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that just because of the fact that it would make me feel dis- like a disgusting human being, you know? And you would be. If mm-hmm. we're be honest, if you act like that, then you are being a disgusting human being because now you're hurting somebody else's feelings just because their opinion about themselves and how they should dress is not matching with yours. And I think that's the problem in today's society where all this judgment that's taking place, the racism, you know, the separation, the segregation, it all started with an opinion that somebody felt within themselves ought to be law ought to be a fact and it's just yeah. like when did the land of the free become the land of follow me oh i just made that up i should be a rapper <laughs> i got lyrics yo. no i totally agree i totally agree I, i feel judgment judgment shouldn't even be put upon um and you won't be able to help it because i mean judges you judge regardless you know at the end of the day Um, when you do die, you go to heaven, you meet God, he's going to tell you what you did wrong. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's not like, guaranteed you go to heaven. The one, oh, well, you're still going to face judgment regardless right, whether you right. make it to heaven or hell. You're still going to, yeah. you know, you're still going to face judgment. So he's the only one that can judge you based on your whole life choices, you know? Right. So at the end of the day, he's the only one. So live your life to whatever you feel like living it until you get there. Exactly. I just feel like, well, you know, I I say follow the Bible, but you know, you everybody's grown, so you make the decision yourself as to whether you want to follow it or not. You know, but yeah. keep your judgments to yourself. They're hurtful. You know, I hate mm-hmm. that saying that we grew up with. They're like, oh, what is it? Um, rubber, your glue, whatever you say, bounce off of me and stays back to you. Or like words yeah. don't hurt. Those, those, yeah, like or sticks stone, of stone may break, break my, my bones. bones. But words would never hurt me. That's a damn lie. I'm sorry. It's a lie. That's yeah, a lie. Because a person who's getting sold, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly, you're ugly. Guess what? It's 20 years later. They're you're crying looking at, at the end of the night. No, but not only that. Yeah. 20 years later, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, you're so freaking you're, ugly. You're the same way. Yeah. It always comes back to you. You know, karma like, always comes back to you. No, I'm but, not even talking about karma. I'm talking about the person who was being told it. Like for me, for instance, I was always told, you're fat, you're ugly. You're fat, you're ugly by people in my family. And then I run into other people and they're like, oh, you're so beautiful. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And it's, right? And it's <laughs> not where... <laughs> and it's because it's been drilled into my head. So that mm-hmm. saying about like, words will never hurt me, they hurt and they affect You know, a lot of people commit suicide because of the words that's being told. It's not even like physical stuff that happens to them. It's the mental because you get hurt physically. Eventually you heal. Yeah. But whatever you're told stays in your remembrance. And the enemy uses that to constantly remind you where you could be having such a good day. You could feel so beautiful and you will glance into something that provides you a reflection, whether it's a cup, a table, an actual mirror or whatever. And it's just like that one second is all it takes. It's like you're ugly. And then, boom, your whole mood is just messed up entirely. Down, yeah, yeah. You understand? Because words Mm -hmm. hurt. So when we sit there and we're judging other people, I feel like I took over this episode entirely. Yeah, yeah, you always do. Yeah, it's not that I always do. It's that I sit and I wait and then, you know, it's like, let's go. 
mm-hmm. but I feel like you know um, words hurt and when we sit there and when we judge others it might seem like it's meaningless it might seem as if it's nothing but at the end of the day you know what you don't want done to you don't do to others and I feel strongly on that and that's what the Bible also says as well in different wording of course but treat people with love treat people with respect stop Mm -hmm. judging them stop thinking you're better than them stop thinking Mm -hmm. that you know you can do it better because if you could have you would have but you didn't therefore you have no rights to speak now if you can and you wasn't given the opportunity then maybe you know work a little better a little harder or whatever the case might be and sometimes you know we're not given a fair card you know the yeah. the cards that we dealt with isn't always in our favor but that doesn't mean that you get to sit there and judge others for what they did even if you can do it better be that guiding light for them so that they can get it better instead of hating from the background and wishing wrong or hatred or anything like that towards them don't judge them because you don't understand them don't judge them because you're jealous of them because that just makes you bitter not better yeah i agree i agree so but yeah that's basically it that we have for you on this episode today guys so let's have it because i have some questions for you okay how do you see judgment have you ever fallen victim to judgment do you think we can ever stop the judgment that the world is so intoxicated with I see judgment as a waste of time I mean unless it's if it's constructive criticism that somebody gives you and you take it at judgment then I feel that that's a personal issue mm-hmm. but if it's literally constructive criticism then just take it Take like, you know, the way that the way the Bible says it, in other words, take the meat and leave the bone, like take whatever's fitting, whatever's going to help you. And then whatever you don't relate with, leave it alone. You know, have I ever fallen victim to judgment? Heck yeah. My whole life I've been judged by my own family members. You know, it still happens up to today. And do I think it's ever going to stop? No, I feel that we've been being judged since the very beginning. And I'm not even speaking on the spiritual sense regarding God. It's more so... Um, racism started you know slavery started because one race thought they were better than the other because they placed judgment on them and this goes back into time and yes again the bible it speaks about the israelites being slaves to the you know to pharaoh and stuff like that to the egyptians so this goes back hundreds of thousands of years it's not even something that just took place 10 years ago you know so it's just part of life um, is it good that it's happening? No. Is it normal? No. Should we get accustomed to it? I don't think we should ever become accustomed. But at the same time, I feel like if every day we do a little better, then we'll get past that. Hopefully, one day. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so <sighs> we'll leave it in God's hands. <laughs> basically, if we were to do that, I yeah. think life would be completely different. To be honest, but we stay yeah. trying to be in control mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. But let us know down in the comment section below or send us an email. We have a link in the description box below. We would love to hear your responses. Well, that's all for tonight. Thank you for tuning in to Chitty Chat Chit Chat Podcast. Bye. Bye.